faith and persistence today on Get the Hell Out of Your Life. It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. It is so good to be with you. Are you a people watcher? Do you like to go to the park or to the mall and just sit and watch people? I do. In fact, over the last few years, I have a gentleman that sets up in my Christmas City gift show with a clothing line. His name is Scuba Steve. And I just watch how people find his booth, no matter where it's located, interact with him, and buy some of his clothing. It's absolutely amazing. My son is one of them. My son, I think, has bought every shirt that he's ever made. So today, I asked Scuba Steve if he would come by the studios and share his story with the world. Hello, Steve. Welcome. Hello. Hey, welcome to the studio. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited, man. Hey, we're excited to have you. Yeah, finally. Scuba Steve. Mm-hmm. But known to your birth parents as Steve Johnson. Steve right? and Michael Johnson the first, yeah. Now, where were you born? You were... I was born in Orange Grove. Uh, grew up behind here in Northwood Hills. Wow. So the most magical childhood you could possibly think of. <laughs> magical little lollipops in your front yards. It was close to that. It was more like Tommy Hilfiger, Polo, Nike Air Bubbles, and Freebock Pumps. And it was just the most, fashion was perfect. The clothing was perfect. Tommy Hilfiger was new. Polo was coming. Everything was, you know, where I grew up, the kids were perfect. And we were all into fashion and sports. So it was it was a magical time, man. And then you got Disney, you know, we're into Disney and just so much and baseball, like Ken Griffey Jr. and Joe Montana, just a lot of stuff. What, what drew you into fashion? Now, uh, listeners, he has this incredible line of clothing, primarily shirts, right? right. T-shirts, it, it, T-shirts, T-shirts. It's supposed to be a polo business, but that failed. Um it drove, when I was 12, I was so inspired by the music of the time in the mid-90s and the, the clothing. And then we took a trip to the mall. We went to Gafer's. And the top floor is the kids section. And I saw the polo was on the corner. And I didn't know this stuff. And then Tommy Hilfiger was in the middle. And no one knew who that guy was yet. And it was it blew my mind. And it did something special for me to where it did something to my heart my mind that I was addicted to. And then when I saw the first Nike Air Bubble, that was it. I mean, I was hooked. And so these three things made me extremely happy. And that was my focus in my childhood was waiting by the mailbox. Back then, you got a a magazine called East Bay. And that's how you found out about the new shoes. So I'm a shoe fanatic like your son is. And so when I got the East Bay, hey, I'm canceling the football game, the baseball game in the backyard. I got to go in my bunk bed and read this. I guess he was coming out. So we can head to the mall and beg my family and my grandma for uh a new pair shoes. of shoes the new ones yeah the latest so, so what got you into your fashion my fashion uh you know watching ralph lauren tommy Hilfiger growing up and i was about to graduate high college and i had one class left it was marketing and i basically went to some job fairs that usm took us to and nothing you know the idea for my family was you go to you get Hopefully, get a degree. You go to Mississippi Power, 
you get a good job, maybe you become a manager, and then you retire at 65. Well, you left out the white picket fence and the, the dog picket, Possibly, and the yeah. If you save all your money, you don't get that. And um, yeah, that's the way. But I went off the well-worn path, with which is much harder, as you know. And uh, I was sitting in there and I said, you know, well, I can go after it. Why don't I take out a student loan and go after it? So I took it. My credit was excellent. So I took out a private student loan, ordered uh, 3,000 polos from China, and this was going to be my rock star moment. I had a website being developed. So during my last semester, while the marketing teacher, Dr. LaFleur, was teaching, I was in the back making the website, and I was in the back placing the – I was making the original logos, like the face logo and the diver logo and all that good stuff. And then when it came in, I'm hustling in class. I'm selling them in the back of class. And I paid no attention to marketing. I aced it. I knew the stuff. But um, the problem is the next day, they all shrank about three sizes. And they went to baby <laughs> size. And I called China, and they said, all sales are final. So I went to Lyman Elementary Dumpster. I cried, and I threw them in the trash. And wow. I wish I would have saved them. So sad, <laughs> man. So I it was it crushed the dreams but I've always felt my whole life like something pushed me back. God, most definitely. Um, I had an uncle pass away before I was born. Uh, he's I got his middle name, or my middle name is his first name. And I feel like I was sent on this earth, earth to finish what he started. And That's cool. I've always felt like he's pushing me in the back, both of them. And um so I was super inspired by that. And that's always been in the back of my mind, like Mike and then uh God's helping me along this journey because it, it wasn't smooth. I mean, parents got divorced. Uh, my dreams of going to Ole Miss were crushed. So I went to JD. Very sad because all my friends went off. I was very depressed. And I changed my mindset to make it feel magical. I made JD like this magical place. And my friends are like, are you nuts? And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's great. It's perfect. So it's, your state of, you you created a state of mind to where. Magical. It was magical. It was. You were having fun, maybe even. The in reality of it probably wasn't, but I, in my mind, hey, I made it magical. I can relate. So I changed my mindset quickly and I made this very special. And they're calling me like, we're at this frat party. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in night class with this 65 year old named Ethel. Talk, tell me about a grandson and life is good, man. They're like, Steve, what's gotten into you? And I'm like, Hey man. So I just made the best of it. And I got, I lucked up. I went to, Aber I, my mom was like, get a job. So I went to, I was 18. I went to Abercrombie, got a job on the spot. And then I went to SF Allman and they said, no, work here. Don't work there. So they became family to, to this day. They're my family. So they check on me. They take care of me. Um, so they became family to me, and it was so nice. All my friends were out of college, and I would come in to work, and they would check on me and say, how was your day? What can we help you with? And Farrell would help me with, like, homework assignments and, like— So you had support from friends, family, and life was going good— for Scuba Steve, that that was the, the young Scuba Steve. Young before Scuba the, Steve, yeah, the eighteen-year-old, nineteen-year-old. Um, my family had fallen apart, and it was like I finally I had this through the darkest time. So I made JD feel magical, and then I found this family that kind of like took me in, and I worked every day. I never, I haven't had. A, I just took my first vacation last week and since ninety-seven. So um, they, it was so refreshing to come home and them care about me and them. Not that my parents didn't, but it was just turmoil with the family, the divorce and everything. So how long has Scuba Steve been 
together as a company. So in we're almost at 15 years. 15 so years. this year's 14, next year will be 15. Well, a lot of people, and I appreciate you sharing your story. A lot mm. of people just see you as a happy, magical figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you went through some tough things people, a few people years see ago. The, people see the now. They don't see, they didn't see the struggle. They didn't see like 2013 Crawfish Festival. Like they didn't see that where kids would come up and say, your, your, your stuff's not cool anymore. That, that hits your heart pretty hard. After you have a three-year run at the mall that is the highest of highs, and then I'd get a store in downtown Gulfport after the mall debacle, and it does terrible. I mean, I'm paying more in rent than I'm making. And I have a nest egg that's quickly going backwards. And, um, and then your health took a toll, didn't it? Soon to come, yes. I went downtown, and uh, a friend told me about festivals and i said well okay he said you need people you're a people person you're down here downtown there's nothing going on and you're just sitting in here bored to death so i bought my first tent went down there did festivals in 14 and then 14 i started bleeding and then 15 i started hurting uncontrollably and i lost 100 pounds and then that was Wiggins in March. I made it all the way to July at Crab Fest, and I had shriveled up to nothing. And the pain was so bad in my abdomen and my backside, that, and that blood was going everywhere, that I promised myself I would make it through three or four days of Crab Fest, finish it out, and turn myself into the hospital. And that's what I did. And then I woke up to everyone crying, and you've got cancer, you've got stage three colorectal, and then we went to New Orleans, and they said, look, it's so bad that you've got six months to live. And, uh, they told you, you had six months in to New live. Orleans. Yeah. So I came Th home. This is when you really needed a magical land to walk into. I did. And my mind is so amazing. I'm so proud of myself because it turned into not scared. It turned into how can I fix this? How can I problem solve this? Who can save me? I'm looking for answers instead of being sad. So when we got back, it's looking for the best solution, looking for the best doctor, the best fit for me. And it worked out. We met, I met this lady named Dr. Wall and she changed my life. She saved my life. And I went through the worst of the worst for three years. And, uh, you know, it was the worst It's I came to describe the pain, the agony, the, is this ever going to end? Uh, people are dying beside me that I'm getting close to in chemo, which broke my heart. And then, you know, there's a lot of, tra there's a lot of mental trauma with it. And there's a lot of physical trauma. It's what's left of your body after cancer. How was your faith through all this? The faith is never wavered. People think I'm not religious because I don't say it out loud, but, um, you know, I've always, when I was little, I slept with my hands like in a prayer position. I thought I had to sleep like that, but no, me and God are super close. I mean, uh, privately and I knew he would take care of me. I just need to know who could take the best care of me, which doctor, which facility. And we found that and I never lost my faith. I never lost my magical way of thinking. Um, I knew it was going to be okay. I just didn't know how long it was going to take. Wow. Well, I've got to take a break. And when we come back, okay. we're going to talk more about what you're up to now, the future, and mm -hmm. also give you an opportunity to share some hope and encouragement mm -hmm. with somebody out there listening that just hasn't entered that magical land. And they're just about at the end of the road. Okay. Okay. Sounds great. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. This spring, you're invited to join for King & Country for the What Are We Waiting For Tour. 
G'day, it's Joel with For King and Country. We want to personally invite you to a brand new show playing many of your favorites as well as a new song or two. April 13th in Biloxi at Mississippi Coast Coliseum. This is Luke. We hope you'll join us this spring for the What Are We Waiting For Tour. Grab your tickets, a loved one and a friend. We would love to see you there. For King and Country, the What Are We Waiting For Tour. You can reserve your tickets at forkingandcountry.com. Does God speak to us today? If so, what does he sound like? Thundering roars? Crashing waves? A booming megaphone? Maybe sometimes, but maybe it's not quite as Hollywood dramatic as all that. Maybe it's a little more simple. John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. In the midst of all the noise and questions, God is speaking and we can hear his voice. We just need to learn to recognize it. So what does he sound like? He sounds like love, like reconciliation, like kindness, wisdom, hope, truth. Do you know those sounds? then maybe you hear his voice more often than you think. Maybe you're being led by him more than you realize. Maybe God is speaking to you, and you actually are listening. You just didn't know it. Everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be all right. You hold me in your arms until my storm is calm. Everything's gonna be all right. Listeners, welcome back in the studios. Steve Johnson, known to most people around the coast, around everywhere. You're getting pretty big, Scuba Steve. Yeah, there's people. I was at Disney World and people stopped me, so that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I have conversations with people around the world that inspire me and very successful business people in the clothing industry. You know, listeners, Steve has set up in my Christmas show for many years. Now, you may find this strange, but, you know, I put him in the back of the show. And the reason I do that is because I love customers to make sure they get to the back of the show. I could put Steve in a bathroom <laughs> with barricades all around it, but people will find They'll him. They'll come find me, yeah. Yeah, they find you. They love you. What is it? So the business, turn, it was. I was young and naive at 24. I started this business. It was going to be about money and about and of course, I want all the stuff I dream. My life is based on 96, 97, when I was 12 and 13. So I'm trying to obtain everything I wanted when I was that age. But what the surprise is, the business turned into a family. It turned into a family atmosphere to where I know your grandparents. I know you. I have the best memory. So I know your grandparents. I know your sister. I know your brother. I know what happened in your life three years ago, two years ago. I remember when you bought your first shirt. So people are blown away about my memory. Like I remember when 2011, you bought that red sweatshirt. What you? Were, I don't even remember that. I do it now. I do. It was a business, but it turned into a total family. The whole coast is my family, basically. Wow. That's just how it worked out, and that's not how it was intended. It was not made to be like that. But my love for people, and this goes back to high school and college. I love people so much, and it showed, and it happened through the business and we connected. One thing I tell people that are struggling mm. is to hang in there because God has a plan. He has a plan and it's not going to happen as fast as you want it to happen for sure. Cause I've had some times where I'm just like, come on, man, but it does happen. It takes time. It takes patience. Patience is like the number one trait 
you can have and persistence. People. Look and what you went you through in downtown, throw, and then you got to throw the number two in there is persistence because you yes. got to battle through it. So you got to battle through it. Um, I've been blessed with the patience and perseverance, and the work ethic. To, Did, when you were going through your cancer and your chemo mm-hmm. treatments, was there any part of you that thought, "Wow, I may never do shirts again"? Yeah, but I never stopped working. I worked the whole time. That's awesome. My friends asked me to please stop shipping out orders personally. Please stop marketing. Please stop. And I just couldn't stop because I said, when I get out of this, I want to live the best life possible. So I'm going to work every day. And it kept me busy, but and I was very sick. But I worked every day and kept it going. And it turned out to be bigger and bigger. And a lot of people follow my story from all over the world. And it brought a lot of attention to my brand and I just never stopped working. And then when I got better, I hit the ground immediately and started doing every festival possible for three years. And so when COVID happened, I was so exhausted because I never took a break and um, from cancer and then business, right? I mean, first day. And uh, so it was a nice break for me to take a couple years off and kind of recharge. Rejuvenate oh, yourself. yes. Yes. Now, Steve, there's other people out there that have a dream. Mm-hmm. They know God has a plan for them, mm-hmm. but they just don't seem to be getting anywhere. What would Scuba Steve tell them? I would tell them to stay patient. And that's terrible to hear. I mean, you do sit there with a the dream. You know God's on your side, but nothing's happening. And you're saying, when do I catch my break? When does it happen? And it happens when you least expect it. It does take some grit, some hard work, and it takes the patience, and then it takes a perseverance. You're going to go through some hard times. I mean, anybody starts a business, you're looking at, what, three years on average of tough times. I didn't make money for three years. So I would say to you, hang in there. That's easy for me to say, You know, but one, I've done it. One thing, you're exactly right. It comes when you least expect it. Mm. But I found, and I'm sure maybe you did too, that when you do achieve that level of success, mm-hmm. you appreciate it more. And you don't take it for granted because you know what it was like to not have something. And it doesn't matter what I do right now. I don't take it for granted. I know that something could change it tomorrow. I'm just grateful. And I thank God every day for the opportunity. The other day, someone told me, they said, it must be nice to be Steve. And I said, look, this didn't come easy. You weren't there at the festivals when I'm crying, when people were like, hey, you're not cool anymore. Or when I'm trying to get started three years in a row and, there's no traction. And my best friend who means really well, and he said, well, maybe people just don't like your stuff. Maybe it's something you could do as a hobby on the side. And I'm like, you know. I, I, I had to stop you for a minute because when you said that, that when people tell you you're not cool anymore, I ju- I could feel that. I could just. It killed me. Oh, God. I just It so hurt me just t- hearing that from you. So 08, 09, first part 2010, I didn't make any money. I struggled. I got offered a kiosk. I was pretty sure we were just going to run out the side door. I didn't. I had like 10 shirts, 20 bucks, negative 350 in my checking account. Hancock Bank even came by and asked me when I could make my balance even. (laughs) And I said, probably never. Um, (laughs) Probably never. So we tried. And one night a lady came and bought one and it spread over Facebook. When I restocked, there was a poker player that walked by on a slow, professional poker player that I know very well now on a slow night. And he bought the whole kiosk. He said, you just got to bring it to my my Escalade. 
And I saw him at Peter Anderson, and I was like, man, do you remember that? Because I was, like, sniffing your car and be like, you have a Nesta. I only have a car. So <laughs> it was really cool. But um, So good things come to those who are patient and are persistent and have faith because yeah, yeah. God has a plan. No doubt. And you go through the hell. You go through the hell of it. I mean, it's it feels like a never-ending hell. And then you, all of a sudden, you're like, wow. Hey, you, here we go. Good segue into what I was I usually ask my guests, the title of the show is get the hell out of your life. So how do you get the hell out of your life? You you cut out negative people and you uh, follow your vision. No one can see. You know, I think about if all of us sat in a room and all of our eyeballs disconnected and you look through the lens of everybody, everyone sees different. You, no one sees like you do. So if you listen, I mean, there's a lot of dream killers. So what if you if you look through this guy's lenses, you're like... That guy, these people are killing dreams. You know how many times I could have just stopped because someone said something to me that hurt and they were like, this isn't working. You should stop. And they don't have the same mental makeup as I have. I heard, I heard that my whole life, uh, young life is I I was a dreamer Yeah, and I needed to get back to reality. Yeah. No, the reality is that God has a plan and that I had to be true to what I felt I was to do with my life. It Mm. may not it still doesn't make sense probably to some people, no, it but, doesn't I have don't, to. but I don't care. Yeah. When I look in the mirror, I yeah. can say, you know what, God, I am doing what you created me to right. do. I'm using my talents, my skills, mm-hmm. and my abilities to make people happy, to have people For have an sure. experience, to share the love of God. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It makes a ton of sense, but it's just the time, the people that talk to you like that, they're, I could have missed out so much I if I would have listened or if well, you would have listened. Right now, it, it's it, time. It could have shut it down. I need a scuba Steve pep talk to the listeners out there. Whatever you want to tell them, what's on your heart, I need a pep talk from you. So if you're going through a hard time, I have to say to you, listen to your gut. Listen to yourself. Be patient. Be persistent. Never give up. Ever, ever give up. That's how I got the kiosk because the news was like, what's your deal? And I said, pretty dramatic, but pretty true. I'd rather die than give up. And they were like, okay, this guy's crazy. But no, I, you know, Steve Jobs said a great thing. He said, insane people do entrepreneurship because if you're sane, you'd quit. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And it's very true. I mean, there's, it takes a very insane person to go this far, 14, 15 years, and you've been 40 years plus. And, um, yeah, I started when I was three, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, you started way (laughs) more. Yeah. 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 You're good. So the thing I would tell you is, don't listen to anyone else. Follow your gut. You know, like I said, if you can look through everybody's lenses, no one sees what you see. You know what you want. You know what you want out of life. You know how to get it out of life, but you just have to wait and wait your turn. And when it comes, execute to the fullest extent and show those people because those people are going to come back around when you do well. And they will, you know, that happened to me. All the guys that made fun of me, they had to come buy their girlfriend a tank top. And I love that. And I probably <laughs> charged them an extra $5. But it's the best, you know. You know, when you were sick, uh, going through your cancer, mm-hmm. a lot of people knew it. Right. And a lot of people were praying for you. A lot of people mm-hmm. really connected with you. Mm-hmm. I know this might sound silly, but. Could you feel the prayers and the love of all the people? I honestly could because I was on a couch and I was disconnected from the world, but but through the internet, it was insane. I could feel there were people calling me from Complex Magazine, this in New York City, and they're just like, 
Hey, we're praying for you. Chaco Footwear calls me. Hey, we're praying for you. Um, some, Adidas calls me. We're praying for you. Um, it was really amazing. And then the coast, coast wide, you see pictures and the, 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 the coast is my family. Well, so I was just going to say, their son. you said it best a little bit ago. Yeah. Family. You've created a family. I've created a family that's we're, we're connected. coast-wide. Now it's, but the coast-wide is like the immediate family, and then we're getting like further along. So how do people find out about you, buy your product, connect with you through social media? Give some information. Up. So right now I have a sale 20% off site-wide at shopscubasteve.com, and uh, you can read my story on there, and you can find me at Facebook at uh, Scuba Steve Clothing Company. You can go to Instagram and do uh, real underscore Scuba Steve and follow me there. I, I post a lot of stories on my life and a lot about my dog. And um, <laughs> Amen. Well, before we go out of town, I want you to do me a favor. Um, you have something special in you. Mm -hmm. Would you just pray for mm -hmm. our listeners? Mm -hmm. Dear God, I want to pray for everyone going through a hard time going through something they feel like they can't get out of feeling like they hit a brick wall and it's never going to come to fruition the way they want it to. And I just want to let them know God that with patience, perseverance, belief, faith in you, that all will be well and all will be achieved. Thank you, God. Amen. Wow. That's beautiful. Now, listeners, I have asked Scuba Steve to design me a 40th anniversary Christmas city shirt. You going to do it? Done. Done. <laughs> and that will be out next year at yes, Christmas City. Yes, and we're excited. Well, and we're very proud of you. And I'm so happy I see you a lot at the taco place across the street. So you, you, know, you like is, tacos. This is my home. <laughs> I, I, I do taco sombrero for life and uh, Brooklyn's Pizza and Toronto's. And, you, you know, go. if I left you, I love you. Philly, uh, Tony Nelson's Philly cheesesteaks, I love you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're just one big family here. Amen, amen. That's this it. is a special place we live in. It doesn't it get really enough credit. Is. And uh, we are definitely, and I've heard this from people that do not know me. I think Jeep in the Coast, there's a lot of people from all over. And they said, this is a hidden gem, this Gulf Coast. It really is. And uh, they didn't say because of the beach or the, you know, casinos. They said it was because of the people. I know, I, came, I grew up in Iowa. And I came mm. down here in the military, and I said, this is where I want to live. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. the place I saw sand when I grew up in Iowa was when the bullies were kicking it in my face. Right, I got to right, lay on right, it down right, here. Right. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, Scuba Steve, thanks for taking time and stopping Man, by. a pleasure. You look thank great, you so brother. Much. You look I appreciate great. it. Life is great. Amen. Yeah, thank you. Thank God. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you. When you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. So now, my friends, let me ask you this. What are you going to do with God's dream that He has placed inside of you? God has a plan for you. I would recommend this strongly. Pray, keep the faith, have patience, be persistent, and you can never, never quit because God has a plan. A copy of today's program is on my website, plus many other stories from individuals just like you. Thepromoter.org Remember this, I love you, God loves you, and it's time to get the hell 
out of your life. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope.